0: Today's sermon we be received by Father Mestro via email, and he requests Deacon Kevin read it to read today's sermon for the congregations. Thank you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we truly hope and pray that your Thanksgiving was an opportunity for togetherness and peace. Thanksgiving has established itself in the hearts of our society as a public holiday— but its origins are much more spiritual. Throughout American history, at times when the president saw fit, a day of thanksgiving would be declared as well as days of fasting. These days were signs of our communal devotion to God and our collective willingness to express the fullness of our relationship with him. Though today, in the public sphere, the day seems much more secular, the idea at its heart is undeniably spiritual. That is gratitude. In today's reading from the Holy Gospel of St. John, Christ declares, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own knows, knows me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep I have, not, I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. In this profound revelation, Christ seizes the moment to embrace all of humanity into his loving embrace. All of his flock will hear his voice, and they will be one. There is no more powerful sentiment that can inspire gratitude in the hearts of humanity than this simple idea. Gratitude in this context is something we experience when we deeply reflect on a free gift— which we have received by virtue of God's love through Jesus Christ. For some, this can be overwhelming, a true movement of the heart, especially in the light of our own sinful natures. We fall short, despite ourselves, but Christ always calls us to oneness in him. For others, the reflection can feel underwhelming. We know the story. We know what our faith professes. But the gift of Christ's life doesn't seem to move us to change. For those who feel this way, reassurance can be found in the tradition of Thanksgiving itself. The holiday was founded to remind the people to look for blessings in their lives, despite their hardships. In other words, the ritual of gathering around a table once a year with our closest families and friends conditions us to not stray far from thankfulness. For this reason, Christ himself established the first true Thanksgiving dinner, the Eucharist which he formed as a sacrament during the Last Supper. This most sacred ritual was given to us as a gift so that our spirits would always comprehend the nature of our God's love and to be thankful. The divine liturgy, the Surpadarak, is training for our hearts so that we should live in gratitude. However, St. John Christendom reminds us, as Christians, we have further duties and means by which to always express our gratitude unto God. He says, When you are generous to another person, you are not bestowing a gift, but repaying a debt. Everything you possess materially comes from God, who created all things. And every spiritual and moral virtue you possess is through divine grace. Thus you owe everything to God. More than that, God has given you his son to show you how to live, how to use your material possessions, and how to grow in moral and spiritual virtue. We may say that your material and spiritual possession cost God nothing. God created the universe in order to express his own glory, but the gift of his son was supremely costly because his son suffered and died for our sakes. The agony of Christ on the cross is the measure of how much God loves us. For this reason, we should take none of our gifts, material or spiritual, for granted. Day by day, we should give thanks to God for what he has bestowed on us. Once the spirit of gratitude infuses us, we shall see generosity for what it is. When we help someone in need, we shall be saved from any temptation to take pride in our actions. On the contrary, we will regard our act as no more than a small token of appreciation for all that we have received, or more precisely, the repayment of a tiny fraction of God's blessings. Let us carry this message with us throughout the holiday season that is upon us. Give generously to both loved ones and strangers, knowing that we are actively engaged in the process of repaying an infinite debt, one humble cent at a time. Not because we must, but because it's a beautiful way to show God how much we appreciate his love. Give not only the material, but also the immaterial. Give love, give forgiveness, give patience, give understanding, and give glory to all, but most essentially to the all-holy trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.